Hello everyone. We are meeting on a sad occasion today to talk about the shooting that took place on the movie sets of Russ. My condolences to Helena's friends and family and sending get well wishes to Joel Sousa. When I first heard the news, they didn't mention any name but I had an instant connection to this movie set shooting. The tension was building up inside of me, and at first I decided to ignore it. I wasn't going to get involved with this, but more details kept emerging, and the more details that kept coming out, the more opinions I had and the more questions I had. Now, I've been on a movie set, two TV show sets, and a short film set. So I'm very concerned with safety on sets. And of course, all the details that I'm discussing in this episode of Wild Wild Rust is what I collected from the media. That means Fox News, Los Angeles Times, those types of sources. And then also the articles I read online. So now from the beginning, some of the crew members mentioned that there were red flags concerning their safety and about six crew members had walked off the set the day of the shooting because they felt something was wrong. Now, prior to the shooting, maybe a day before or two days before, the gun that was used in the shooting had went off accidentally twice, I believe. That is what I have read in one of the articles. But by the gun going off accidentally twice prior to the shooting, it could have been a day before or two days before, I also read initially that the gun was used for targeting practice either on the set or near the set about a day or two before the shooting. So with those two things in mind, there definitely should have been better safety protocols on the sets. When you are on a filming set, there are safety meetings. Somebody yells out to the crowd to get our attention, and we all start listening to what they have to say. And they usually tell you where the exits are, where the bathrooms are, what to expect throughout the day. And if there were any safety concerns, they will tell us at that time as well. The day of the shooting, Joel, or Joel, was standing behind Helena and he was looking over her shoulder. They might have been looking at some of the, the film that was recorded, 
or they could have been trying to get the correct camera angles. I'm not sure. I was not on the set. As they are standing there and Joel is looking over Helena's shoulder, the gun goes off. Today, I read an article that Alec was sitting on a church pew at the timing the gun went off. And then they left out a lot of the details. So now it's kind of sketchy. But I'm going by the earlier reports, which seem more factual to me. So after the gun goes off, the bullet goes through Helena's chest into Joel's shoulder. They have not reported yet on if the gun just went off by itself or if the trigger was pulled. Also, the first initial report was that someone had asked Alec to redo the scene and he got kind of a little upset over that and he pulled the gun out of the holster and said, how about I just shoot the both of you? And then boom. The second report was that he was just rehearsing for the scene and he was rehearsing how to get the gun out of the holster and then it went off. Now I've been learning a few things from this incident because I don't know everything, but I've learned that if there's ever a gun on the set and it is to be used in the film, that there should have been a prop master and an armorer on the set to make sure that the gun isn't going to accidentally go off and to make sure there are no live rounds in it. A Los Angeles Times reporter by the name of Meg James posted that there were 500 pieces of ammo on the set. Also that these 500 pieces of ammo were live rounds, dummy bullets, and blanks. She said all of these ammos were mixed together. That's a lot of ammo, and by it being mixed together, that just spelled danger. So there was a prop master who was working on the set sometime before the shooting. His name is Neil Zumrowski. And he said he had to, he said he ended up leaving the set and not going back because he felt safety protocols were not being addressed. He felt like the production was just rushing and rushing. They cared more about being on budget than they cared about the safety. And Neil Zumbrowski wanted to hire an assistant prop master and an armorer to help him sort through the, the 500 pieces of ammo. It could have been more than that, could have been a little less, but I'm just stating what I read, 500 pieces of ammo that was on the set, 
I guess he wanted some assistance to, to keep up with all of that ammo. And I don't blame him for that. But he was told no by the producer, who is Alec Baldwin. Now, the producer handpicked the people who were there working with him and that type of thing. And it's just, it's just sad how it all ended. Many of us on social media, we felt like, how could a prop gun contain live rounds, like it was said in the news? And I think when I heard that, that is when I started talking about the shooting that happened on the Rust movie sets because we felt like it should just be called a real gun, especially if it was shooting real bullets. But they wanted to call it a prop gun that had a live round, which we were not really buying into that scenario. But I think then the sheriff's department and other media started to call it a real gun because that definitely was a real gun. Now, the assistant director on the set named David Hall was the one who handed Alec Baldwin the gun and told him it was a cold gun, meaning that they felt it was safe to use and that it did not contain a live round. But also, before he handed Alec Baldwin the gun, he said he noticed the gun had three rounds in it. Why didn't David Hall care enough to check the gun to make sure those rounds were not live rounds or dummy bullets or blanks. He should have checked the gun to see which ones they were. And the big lesson that I learned so far from this Rust movie on set shooting was that assistant directors are not supposed to handle the weapons on sets. A prop master should have been handling the weapons. And maybe the armorer should have been checking the weapons. Maybe, maybe that's how it goes. But definitely not the assistant director. So now I want to talk about possible charges if they find the reason to charge anyone involved in the shooting, it could be either murder or manslaughter. And I just want to explain the difference. For a murder charge, they would have to prove that it was premeditated and that he meant to shoot her. That would mean they would have to find physical receipts from uh, 
like somebody buying the bullets, somebody buying the gun, something like that. Maybe a map of how they plan to do it. They would have to prove that in court if, if they believed he meant to do this on purpose for a murder charge. For a manslaughter charge, they have to prove that he was negligent and that he did not, he might not have meant to shoot her, but because he was careless, she ended up getting shot, her and Joel. And they can definitely prove he was negligent. And it resulted in Helena getting shot and dying and Joel getting injured. That's all for today's episode. In memory of Helena Hutchins and Gawel Joel Susak.